Hello, everybody. Welcome back to YHS on Monster Island. And you know, I was going to say Monster Island Live, but we aren't live because usually if you're on the show, that means it's a Monster Island Live. But with me all the way up from Denton County, from Von Eric Country, he is everybody's favorite Gaiju collector. And when I say that, you know, it can only be one person. That is the great Ryan Wilhelm. Ryan, how's it going, dude? Jay, it's amazing. Thank you so much for having me again on Monster Island. There is no island I would rather be on, my friend. Oh, Monster there might be island. a few. There might be a few, man. You know, <laughs> it gets a little crazy. I mean, this is a crazy time on Monster Island. We have so much going on. And I just recorded with Jake yesterday, and it's just nuts. It's between minus one, between the trailer for New Empire, between Legacy of Monsters between designer con coming up. I mean, you and I off the air, we're just talking about like fun things, G fest and everything next year, which like, it's not that far away. Like it's just, uh, it's, there's so much, but it's good, but it's good. It's the best roller coaster I've ever been a part of. I mean, I honestly, the Kaiju boom is alive and well, and I know it's only going to get crazier, man. What is this? It's like 1967 all over again. And um, I think that it, everything has been so positive or if not even positive, like just like there's been so many eyeballs on it and stuff. Like, I just feel like this is not like a small blip. I feel like to your point, I think it's just getting started. I think we're going to continue seeing this and get new fans and more things. Um, and hopefully it's not just in like visual media and like TV and film. It's in toys and other things. So I don't know. It's a great time to be a Kaiju fan. I'm glad we got to experience something like this before we know we're too old and like aren't able to even remember any of it. I mean, we're so used as Kaiju and Godzilla fans to be like, get off our lawn. This is cool. <laughs> all of this movement has validated us for the first time yeah. in a hot minute. And it is yeah. cool. And it's important to try to take a positive spin on it. Let yeah. everybody like what they like. Yeah. And you know, if you can mm -hmm. hop on board of the enjoy it all, because it's so much more fun that way. Oh my gosh, I mean, it's the best. Dude, monster movies are the best, whether they're cheesy or whether mm -hmm. they're serious. I mean, guys, they're monster movies. I mean, they're amazing, yeah. you know? Yeah, and you can like one type of monster movie better than the other. That's great, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy them all. And if you don't, right. cool, enjoy what you enjoy. Exactly. Um, and exactly. uh, I mean, it, it is crazy to think that since the pandemic, we had, you know, it was a Godzilla movie that, you know, really helped bring kind of the box office back to like in-person theater. You know, when you think of yeah. Godzilla versus Kong and like it was, I mean, it was heralded as like a little bit of like, hey, blockbusters can work still in this post-pandemic world. Uh, and uh, and we don't talk about it as much anymore because it feels like that was like a decade ago and it wasn't that long ago. No. And now we have a record-breaking movie for a different reason, for, you know, its serious tone and its critical praise. And we have that. And then we have, you know, an Apple TV plus show with Kurt Russell. Um, it's nuts. And it's a and you know, I mean, cool thing. is like, that's going on. But behind, behind that, the toys, which we both are obviously like love so much and talk about even more, more so than the films. It seems like nowadays, it's not like those, those have only grown as well. Like we've, we have so much more stuff out there to buy at every level and type of collecting, just like we have, on the viewing side. It's true, man. Bandai, absolutely on fire. Japanese Safubi, absolutely on fire. There are lotteries that we all try to enter and lose because everyone are so <laughs> rare. I mean, every level has something for yeah. someone. It's it's so cool to be involved with it. Oh, and you're probably gonna get that next level of like um of playmates and, and for the the monsterverse yeah. films that are gonna go in there uh and like invade the targets and stuff, which are awesome because you know, as much as we you know, at our age and our love, like our like stage in collecting, right. that stuff you know doesn't usually permeate our shelves too much. But like that's probably the most important piece because that keeps the newer generations. Like you start, we all started at you know at Bandai, or we started it in our case, like you know Trend Masters or the Trend Imperial Masters. Godzilla. Exactly, like yeah. that is so critical to get them involved in Godzilla and 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 such. So like it's so important, and I love like walking in to a target or a Walmart and seeing that stuff in the toy aisles and the adult collectible aisles and whatever aisle it's so, it's so awesome. And it's just, it's all happening. And it's going to, I mean, that's going to ramp up even more as we get closer to the, to the a new empire. I can't wait to see all those toys, man. And I know my daughter is like super stoked that Godzilla is rocking some purple dorsal plates again. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's going to be rad. So, Oh yeah. And I know that the, Toy leaks are out there with the new oh, style yeah. and everything. And I've seen a few. 
And it's just like, <laughs> I mean, it is, it, it's kind of like trend masters in a different way. Like they're just getting so wacky and out there, but like in a fun, silly way. Right. I, I just right. feel like fast forward 30 years, are these collectors going to be talking about these playmates MonsterVerse figures like we were the uh, the Treadmasters stuff, you know, seeing those in the aisle at Toys R Us and be like, why does Angerus, why is he like a jacked, roided out, like pro wrestler? Like, what the heck's going on? That <laughs> like, Biolante, just... <laughs> dude, that Biolante <laughs> is a crazy figure. <laughs> oh, but it's good, man. It's good. So yeah. other than just general craziness, I mean, we have to talk about what you've been buying lately Ooh. because as you know, can't come on here without showing us some some good stuff because of that's course. a that's a prerequisite to get on the island is like hey you got to have some weekly pickups so I, I did mine yesterday so i'm gonna shut up this whole time it's gonna be all you man what have you been buying and putting in the wilhelm collection lately okay. in the world of kaiju so with a couple friends i oh. am a part of leviathan collectibles yes uh, located inside the north dallas antique toy mall well i call it a toy mall because we have toys there right so they have a, basically you run the upstairs like it, it's yeah. kind of crazy it's it's i know people are like oh it's in the antique mall they're thinking oh it's a stall you know like i have to go wade through the you know the random you know doilies and dolls and wooden rocking horses and stuff no no no, no. like if you go upstairs it's leviathan collectibles and your stalls are just and rooms are amazing. Their rooms, their rooms are amazing. But then um, I know the other person that shares the upstairs with you. It's, it's similar stuff. It's like yes, spiders cave. Yeah, he's got a lot of cool stuff. I mean, you guys have like a Godzilla room. You have Safubi. You have really wacky, odd, just off the wall zany collectibles. And then you have like a, basically a VHS old video store built in there with all this crazy, not only like vintage VHS, but like also Japanese VHS and all the and posters and all it, it is really cool. And it's like, you can, I promise you can go and enjoy Leviathan without seeing one wooden rocking horse or any of that stuff. You can just go straight upstairs or empty Coke bottles, like, you know, like glass bottles, like just go upstairs and it's all monsters and all cool stuff. It's true. And you know, we try to stock it with really cool stuff that we love, right? Or yeah. maybe it doesn't necessarily fit in our collections anymore. So we yeah. put in some serious gems there. Yeah. And our friend Chance was moving some stuff out. And I happened to see this bull mark, okay? I had no idea this existed, but it's a bull mark Kaiser Ghidra from Final Wars. Oh, wow. Check this thing out, dude. It's massive. I mean, it's as big as my head. Look at that. But I mean, he's got some wicked red eyes. Oh, this thing is just, I mean, and I didn't think it was possible to make, um, Kaiser Ghidra look good. Look, look uh, interesting. <laughs> right. Like, and I don't know why I was drawn to this, like right away, but it's got the bullmark charm. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of an odd piece. And I was like, you know what? This is going to go well in the collection. I don't have enough yeah. millennia stuff. So this works. So that's really Kaiser cool. Ghidra. Look at that, man. That's a great pickup. But that's yeah, the type cool. of stuff. If you guys are passing through the Dallas Worth area and you have a moment and you can stop by the North Dallas Antique Mall, like and go to Leviathan, like that's the type of stuff that's there. Like legit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's this isn't like you go there and you see, like, oh, there's a you know, a, a Shogun Godzilla, and you know, which is awesome, but like you know, we see those at toy shows and stuff. No, like it's like really odd and very, very obscure Safubi and Kaiju collectibles. It's cool. Yeah, we we definitely try. And if Ryan and I are up there, we like to hang out and talk to people, you know, and hold court, if you will, and just, you know, talk <laughs> yeah. about what, what's going on. Kind of like how we do, you know? It's so, a clubhouse, man. It's a hangout. Yeah, yeah exactly. Really cool. So everybody's got Godzilla fever, and rightfully so. But yeah. I've also been kicking out uh, with Gamera a little bit. So our buddy Calico Chris posted he had oh, a really cool Mars on Gamera. Check this guy out, man. I love that one. Yep. No, oh, yeah. Rose in the dark. I think I've sold that one in this. In Togo, very Togo, simple, I, but very cool it. spray on the back. It's got like yeah. some teal and green, and this thing glows, man. Yeah. This could be a nightlight. Like really cool green eyes. I love that sculpt of Gamera. Classic I, Gamera. You I know do, what I mean? And it's like, it's classic, but it's, I feel like it's, it's an upgrade over the actual suit in like toy form. Like it's, it's, right. It's really good. And that's a cool, I love that, that, that without even seeing it glow, I can tell it, it, it brings yeah, off a powerful. This, when I pull it over here, it's like, <laughs> I, so I'm telling say. you, man, 
we we've talked offline, but I'm telling you, I really want to uh, snag you for a, a kind of a show a gamera retrospective. I've also been watching a lot of gamera, uh, a show of stuff, and like and I, some of these I haven't visited in a while, and some of them I've watched like now a couple times over the last few weeks because I've just been like, oh my god, I haven't seen this in forever, um, and I'm just shocked with like, if you'd have asked me six or seven years ago what my top or my ranking of show a gamera, I don't think it would be the same as it is today. Which is it nice. changes every time. Yeah. Yeah. That's the beauty in it, though, right? They're all yeah. relatively good, if we're being honest. Yeah. And they can all be kind of, you know, slightly shifted, depending on yeah. your mood, depending on what you're looking for. Not counting Super Monster. We don't, we're not counting. <laughs> right, right. Speaking of Super Monster, check this out. This is Mecha Tortoise. Boom. Ooh. Have you seen this guy? I've seen this it on Instagram. It's crazy. Yeah. Shout out to Adam Griffin, Thirsty Thursday. Oh, Thirsty. Uh, we love Thirsty Thursday. He took this from me, if you will. Uh, a guy, a guy posted that he had it, and I was just a little bit too late. Adam got it though, and so Adam told me he saw one on Yahoo Japan, and I was like, "Okay, I'm jumping all over that." So I picked one up, and this is maybe my favorite gamer collectible. I mean, it's now who it's, does who does that one? Is that uh okay? So I have the tag on it. It is crazy, man. It's actually autographed. Oh, nice. Akiko Aguchi, Mecha Gamera. That's amazing. Yeah. Super, super cool. Very cool. Yeah. And I mean, and hey, we love Thirsty Thursday at YHS and Monster Island. So yeah, if you, if you love, check this stuff out. Oh, yeah. If you love monsters, if you love Jurassic Park, if you love Transformers, if you love any of that type of stuff, and you also love booze, go check out Thirsty Thursday on, uh, on YouTube. Their channel is awesome. And Adam's a great dude. And I mean, he got you Mecha Gamera. I mean, <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, see, I've been chilling with some turtles, you know, just <laughs> hanging out, watching minus one. I'm going to see it for a third time. Oh, nice. I love that it got extended. I love yeah. that. I mean, that's a huge, a huge sign. So great. I'm stuff. taking everybody I know. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I love it. Workers, my wife is going. I mean, everybody, my neighbors, I'm going to bring them along. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Yeah. Um, what else? Anything else? Uh, so no, those are pretty much it, man. I've got That's a few awesome. things coming from Toku Toy Town. I'm trying to be <laughs> responsible, take care of the holidays. Uh, but then I'll oh, be yeah. picking up some serious oh, gems. I know I should have had them right here and I could have like, just, and I could have done, dude, I should like, this is a future. I'm salivating. Future. <laughs> I'm finally going to right enter there. the pool of Neo <laughs> player one. You know what oh, I mean? Oh my gosh. I, so it's funny. So talking about Neo player one. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, A, I can't win any of their lottery. I did win the header lottery, but I haven't won any of the other ones, which stinks. With a train uh, but, fighter. It's, but it's great because that means that there's like thousands more people entering, and they should because they, they're they doing uh, – they're one of those that like it looks cool, but then when you get it, like it's even better in person. Oh, um, I can't wait. The and, and whether it's the Godzilla or – I have the 64, and whether it's the header, whether it's the Bolton, whether it's whatever, like it just – it looks – so good in person and it's like the right size for the it's the right goofy and cartooniness but still like oh my god this is an amazing amazing sculpt um they nail it but i was i was having like we were kind of whiteboarding like who are some of the folks that we probably would consider for a toy anxiety white uh toy anxiety jeffrey for kaiju toy of the year and toy line of the year ideal player one's been an interesting debate if they can, if they're going to be considered because of the negative is it's hard to get them. And, and it's a negative. It's like great for them. They're making money. Like it's not a, it's not a knock, but I mean, to be toy line of the year, I think accessibility has to be factored in there, but then they start releasing more and more. It wasn't just the 64 in the header. They have the train biter. They have this stuff coming out. I'm like, and the Boltons and everything. Like I don't, they haven't had a miss yet. They haven't had a miss. It's like, we have to consider them. They've been um, absolutely good. on fire, dropping yeah. gem after gem after gem. And that's why we want them all so badly is because, yeah. like you said, there's not a miss in the bunch yet. No. But and, and man, they're, doing, they're hard to get. And they're doing the U.S. lotteries, not just the Japanese lotteries, which is awesome. I think that's a nice, you know, um, uh, move by them. Um, sure. It makes us happy. But, yeah, that's one of those things. It's like I'm angry because I want it. I'm not angry for them because they're – I am I work under the pretext that – all of these companies are doing what's best for them financially and from a business standpoint. Of course. And they should because I want them to make money. They're the artists. They're putting in the work. They're doing everything, taking the risks. We're just buying it, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But I want them. But <laughs> like I, if they have to charge 500 for it and only can make 14 of them, 
great. Like if that's so, what that's so worth for man. them. I'll uh, stare at the pictures all day. <laughs> no, right. To be happy for the people that get them. But if that's yeah. what I try now, if it isn't and they can make 150 of them, but just don't because they're they hate us, like that, that's a different story. But none of them, none of them do <laughs> yeah. But Neil Player One is like it's like this year, like we I don't know, it's almost like we woke up on January 1st, 2023, and it's like, oh, Neil Player One, who is this? Oh wow, they mm. are amazing. <laughs> it's kind of like um sorry, Jerushi and Passion Tank. I felt like over the last couple of years, like you just like, oh what? And you're just going to start dominating uh, the landscape. I feel like Neo player one's kind of in that boat now. You're right. They've all taken about a year to do so, mm -hmm. right? They're just like, boom, new hitter, boom, new yeah. hitter, boom. And so it's crazy. Like what's going to be next year. Who's going to do a minus one. Sufubi first? Oh, like, I, I just, you know, I feel like, so it's funny of, of the modern Godzilla's, right? Like, so let's say like you have Shin who I think is like, there's so much Sufubi of Shin. Right. And then, you don't have a ton of like the anime Godzilla, Godzilla Earth and stuff. You have yeah, don't have true. you don't have a lot from Godzilla Ultima. Uh, the Max Toy stuff is great, but like that's really it. Yeah. And now and and we with Spiral Toy, we're starting to get like legendary Safubi, like the um, the 2014 or 2019. I forgot which one they technically say it is. Um, but that stuff's great. But, like yeah. it'll be funny if they like, skip all that and just go from like Shin to minus one, bam. Boom. Um because that's going to be, it's going to be insane. And we got nothing from even the ride. We got the X plus, but that's in and, and the Bandai, but that's really it from Godzilla, the ride. That's um, true. Yeah. So like, I feel like that would be really cool if they, they started, you know, ramping up production of those kind of more modern Godzilla's just to see it in Safubi form. I think Ultima would translate awesome. I mean, what Max toy did was great. And I think they could do, other people could do some great Dude, a well. smoky gray with red spray Ultima. Like, come on. Oh yeah. Man. I mean, it, it's, it really is a, a really good piece that, that Nagata and them did. Like, I, I think that, I don't know. I just feel like even one, like a bigger one would be awesome. Um, hundred percent. I'd love the like, U S toys do it. The wacky well, Marison would do a great one. Um, would they kill it. they yeah. would do some great stuff, but um, yeah. And it's funny. It's like, we have, Passion taken, sorry, Jerusha, Neo Player One, and even even like the resurgence of Caractics and stuff. Um, yeah, they, they, you know, we've seen these big spikes and stuff from these new companies. But like the cool thing is, Sun Guts, U.S. Toys, Max Toyco, Marasan, you know, all the the Bullmark stuff, uh, the modern Bullmark stuff. Like none of that's like dipped. It's just like we no. keep getting that steady. It's not like okay, Passion Tank is great this year. We're getting less Marasan. No, we get like seventeen new Marasans a day. Yeah, I mean, it's a freaking the awesome. back. The backbone is still the backbone. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's, I think it's that's like, man. Oh, it just—I don't know. It makes me happy. It's like, and then of course we have all the other indie smaller shops that are still yeah. producing really great stuff that fit within you know the kaiju community. Um, what they might not be a Subaraya property or a Toho property, but like still you know like you know like Last Bastion Studios and Ragnar. Like there's stuff that's like kaiju esque and uh oh honey I'm, I'm sure you have a couple speaking of turtles right yeah there you go I love turtles I know I mean there's just so much stuff um but anyway yeah Neo Player One great <laughs> yes. if you have a chance to get some get some Neo Player get One get some and uh, buy it from are... Toy Town <laughs> yeah or not get it hey that's one just get it where you can get it because it is awesome and uh and it's one where like hey look if you overpay for it compared to what you see maybe a year down the line or five months it's worth it, dude. you're not even going to, that's when you're not even going to remember how much you pay for it. Cause once it comes home, it's just going to be like, they belong here. They belong yeah. here. It's, you don't, you don't even, I love it when you buy a piece uh, and you like, and maybe it, it was a lot, or maybe you didn't have time to research it. You just like, I have to have this and it comes home and like, you never, like, you don't ever even remember what it costs because it doesn't yeah. matter. It hits different, man. Yeah. It just hits different. Yeah. I mean, usually when I can say, oh, I paid this for that, it's probably because at some point I'm like trying to justify it. But like, I literally have no idea what some of this stuff costs because like, it doesn't matter. Like, it is just, it's like part of me. It's like, how exactly. Like how much did my arm cost? I don't know. <laughs> no, no clue. I saw it and I was like, yep, I need, I need Mecha Gamera right now. <laughs> Why this is not a thing is beyond me, man. Mecha Gamera would rule. I mean, we got Mechanic Kong, we got Mecha Godzilla, obviously. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it would be, it would make sense. I mean, if, can if we, we start a poll, you know, I like. know, right? I mean, <laughs> if it would have extended after after um, uh, Jiger, and it would have, you know, I know it would take nine years off before Gamera Super Monster, but like, 
if the seventies would have continued, like, I mean, Mecha Godzilla was a craze. Like, I mean, 74, like, of Dude. course that, you know, of course Gamera would have ripped that off and done a Mecha Gamera, you know, have to right? would have been amazing. <laughs> what if, what if die got, got their stuff together and could have gone in like, you know, uh, 1974, you know, or 75, of course, the year after, right? Like, I've got over Mecha Godzilla and then Gamera versus Mecha Gamera. It would be amazing. Or Robo Gamera. I'm sure they would. Robo Gamera. <laughs> yes. Robo Turtle. Um, that would be amazing. It would be great. And it would be awesome. And, uh, and yeah, I'm not Jagger. I'm sorry. Ziggur. Ziggur was the last one, yes. right? Yeah. Right. I can't I always believe- go. Yeah. 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 Ziggur was the last one. Oh, yeah. Z- you have ended on the xylophone before you get to Super Monster. That's right. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so, okay, I know you've been buying some stuff and you've been watching the stuff we've talked about has, and, and Gamera. Has there been any other stuff that you've been watching recently that you've seen recently? Okay. Or so, re-watched? <laughs> yes, I did rewatch some things, one of which we will be discussing tonight as well. So in order to really preface my mind for the serious vibe of Minus One, I wanted to revisit the whole Shin trilogy, if you will. Okay. So I started with Godzilla, mm-hmm. went to Ultraman, and concluded with Common Rider. And I hadn't sat down and watched all three in a row like that. And man, what a cool experience that is, Was first it? of all. I really That's enjoyed awesome. it. I need to do that. That's such a great idea. I haven't yeah. done that. It, it was really fun. Um, but it also totally transformed my ranking. So when I, when I left, uh, spoilers, right? But when I yeah. left Shin Common Rider, uh, that was probably number two with a bullet for me. Maybe okay. number one on any given day. Okay. But watching them all three in a row, I've now changed the order to Ultraman, Godzilla, Common Rider. What? Okay, is that so, crazy? <laughs> so, so what's funny is, okay, so I was going to ask you, like the final question was going to be ranking the three shins, like wh- whatever. And mine going like, now, which like now I have to do this thing that you just did because yeah, yeah, mine yeah. going in was Shin Godzilla and Shin Kamen Rider so close. Thank um, dude. Yeah, like because Shin Godzilla, it's wonder I probably enjoy Shin Kamen Rider more, but I think Shin Godzilla might be like it yeah, it, 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 it's Godzilla, but also like there's something about it, like it would have been close, like it, depending on which way the wind was blowing, but I love both those, and then probably a pretty big gap in Shin Ultraman. Love Shin Ultraman, but I would have never I just I have to watch them all together to see like how that that works now because that's wow I'm I'm surprised I mean I need to watch Shin Ultraman again I think uh, anyway. Shin, Shin Ultraman maybe it's the one two that I've seen the least now mm-hmm. I've seen Shin Kamen Rider about four or five times yes, Ultraman, <laughs> Ultraman only two mm-hmm. but still Ultraman for whatever reason it just it hits all of those buttons for me um, but yeah Common Rider was almost one now yeah. I mean today at least it's number three but that said all three are still number one if I'm being honest <laughs> right there's such great films man <laughs> now going into um going into Shin Common Rider what was your common Rider like where were you at on like your personal not just knowledge but like where did common Rider kind of fit in your pantheon of Tokusatsu like you're kind of like this is what it meant to me or how much exposure had you had with, with common Rider. So I grew up watching some of the masked writer stuff. Um, I don't know if I was watching it as it was coming out or reruns really at the time I was still pretty young kid. Um, I kind of got into common Rider black a little bit in high Mm -hmm. school and then it just kind of faded out of my lexicon and I focused more on like Godzilla, super robots, that kind of thing. Got back into Ultraman, Gridman. And then I heard about Shin Kamen Rider like becoming a thing. And that's when I realized, okay, I need to go back and revisit the first series again. Mm-hmm. Try to make, w- make my way through V3. That was mm-hmm. my goal. Yeah. Did that. And now Shin Kamen Rider is so much more important to me because it pays so many cool beats and homage points to yeah. the first series, right? Yeah. What with the soundtrack, with... A lot of the shots, man, in Shin Kamen Rider are almost taken directly from the original series. Yeah. Like, beat for beat, I mean, it's such a great film. I don't know. Is it number three? Maybe it's number <laughs> two. I'm going back and forth, right? <laughs> um, so, so were you, like, when you went back and revisited one... So, I am similar to you, except for I, I did not watch The Mass Rider, did not get into Black. I really was, like, my first 
time ever watching anything Common Rider was episode one. You know, it was Spider Man. I'm not Spider Man. It was a uh, yeah Spider Hyphen Man. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, yeah um, <laughs> and uh, and Bat Hyphen Man. Uh, number one and number two. That was my first experience with, with Common Rider. Were those first two like a little bit later? Later in my like love of Kaiju and Tokusatsu and everything. Um, yeah. And uh, and it was just so different and cool. But did you like? What were your overall like thoughts like on the original like? basically through v3 like did you like it did you enjoy it was it like it's as cool of that time or what was what kind of what were your thoughts so i grew up very much as a big power ranger kid mm -hmm. i was in martial arts at the time just a big fan of that kind of era of tokusatsu was it at a like juice stuff. bar did you did you was it a martial arts studio and juice bar though i wish man we had those glass bottles of gatorade oh, okay and i remember one oh, kid yes. threw one against the wall and i was like what oh yeah <laughs> crazy Oh, I forgot we drank Gatorade from glass bottles. Oh, That's yeah. how old we are now, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, like, so I love, you know, dude in a suit doing hand-to-hand -hand martial arts. Yeah. And if the crazier, zanier bad guys, the more I'm into it. And Kamen yeah. Rider is that on steroids, <laughs> right? So, like, yeah, I Kamen Rider is one of my all-time favorite things. I need to get more entrenched in it, but there's almost so much, right? Yeah, it's, but, it's like Ultraman or Sentai. Like, I mean, right. those are the big three. We know that. Like, it is. It's overwhelming. Um, it can be for sure. But I, I do. I feel like with Common Rider, I feel after you like you, especially ingest the ninety episodes, whatever the first series is. It it's a lot. like it's a lot. Like, I feel like you get it like you know what i mean like you feel yeah. like I, I feel like you can be a common writer fan after seeing that and knowing you know the what happens kind of during that first series but it's uh it's i just love that it was the the 70s and then you have the horror vibe it's still like the low budget tokusatsu the martial arts everything just kind of together it all like worked and it shouldn't it shouldn't right. it shouldn't work but it, i think that's uh, why i like it so much though you yeah. watch it and you're like what is it about this that i find to be so compelling right I don't know. because the story is cool but it's kind yeah. of just loosely given to you yeah yeah the, the martial arts are cool but then right when it gets really good the person either dies or they change it to something else you know <laughs> yeah. because they're trying to just hit all these beats but i don't know there's something about common rider that's really just magical it's it goes <laughs> back to that whole thing of it's like when something, when sometimes something is cheap and low budget and, and looks yeah. crappy, it's bad. And there's sometimes when it's like cheap and low budget and crappy looking, it's good and it helps right. it. And a common writer is that like it's like the the villain costumes. I mean, like it is literally like bad Halloween costumes yeah. from like Spirit. You know, <laughs> like I mean, it's bad. But yet, in the context of the show, it's like this is amazing. Like if it was an amazing like coho funded costume, it wouldn't be as good. <laughs> So you think about like, these characters too coming at you, right? You're like, yeah. that's not scary at all, dude. Baloney. Yeah. Oh if, yeah. If Bazooka Tortoise comes at you, man, and he's like trying to get you, you're gonna be freaked out, man. <laughs> oh, they're, they're, it's almost like so. It almost looks that fine line of like, like kaiju for us, like the the bigger like actual like die kaiju. Yeah. There's it, it can only be so scary because like we've never seen an animal that's you know that's 150 meters tall, right? Like there's a little bit of that. Uh, that fantastical that like does require us to to jump to that right but seeing these creeps these freaks in this like you know this happening yeah we've never seen a mutant like that but like it, but it's almost like it's just like one step beyond like you know the the the, the sideshow carnival freak horror stories of like you know of yesteryear right yeah. uh, when that was a thing when humans did that um but uh but like it's closer to that so i think it adds that like more I don't want to say I, I don't want to say believability, but like it almost have more of a like a personal reference to it. And so it's sure. like I could see like a weird serial killer dressing up in bad bat makeup and like biting people like that could happen. I, I don't think I can see in like, at least what I've seen in the world, the the physical world now that, you know, a, a giant smog monster coming from outer space. <laughs> like I, maybe. Um, so I think something about like that, how how bad it is almost makes it creepier and scarier and better. <laughs> it's then, so weird. Not to mention, you give him a sweet motorcycle oh, and let God. him just do all and kinds a scarf. of scarf. Yeah, cool things with that. You know, like that's rad. Yeah, it really like if you say if you try to explain Common Rider, even more so than Ultraman, 
because Ultraman, like, I, superhero type stuff, you know, but like Common Rider, it's like, yeah, I mean, he's he's a grasshopper guy that's uh, he's a, a really accomplished, you know, brilliant scientist, but also like loves motorcycles, wears a scarf, turns into a mutant grasshopper and fights this evil kind of terrorist Nazi-esque organization and fights right. these, you know, these mutant bats, spiders. And stuff. Yeah, I know it's like yeah. it's it is like, no, that is not that is not a good idea. And it's like, but it is <laughs> it on paper. This should not work. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it does. And. Again, it just made an incredible film, man. I mean, Shin Kamen Rider, something that I wish more kaiju fans would sit down and just take it for a spin because it really is a cool movie and it's something unique that a lot of us would would enjoy if given the opportunity, I think. There's a lot of people that are like, eh, Kamen Rider's yeah. not my thing, but it's fun. You, that You bring up something, Ryan. This is a really, I think this would be a really cool conversation, not a debate or not a, I think just kind of like understanding it because I think, you and I, I think, fit in a similar mold. We're like, we love kaiju, but like, we also love greater tokusatsu, right? Like, yeah. you know, tokusatsu is, I mean, kaiju is a subdivision of tokusatsu, Japanese special effects, and like, kaiju is, daikaiju is one thing, and then there's like your henshin heroes and stuff where your sentai live and your common rider live and, and Ultraman and, and things. But for some reason, I think like there is a group that doesn't like, they won't go into that world, right? Because yeah. Because it's like, no, I like my giant monsters, whatever. And then some are like, well, I'll like Ultraman because it's giant monsters. Or later Sentai because it's giant monsters. Or or Spectre Man, of course, because it's giant monsters and it's genius. Um, but uh, but then like Common Rider, because it really is like, you know, like early Sentai where it's like you're battling mutants or dudes in masks that are human sized and things like that. I wonder like what what like is the is that the main reason or why do some people not cross over more to in the broader tokusatsu then they just stay kind of in that Godzilla kai and hell some of them just stay in Godzilla right they don't even want to yeah. look at Gamera or Gilala or anything else but like I just feel like there's a group that like lives only in one of the circles in the Venn diagram and there's a group that's in the middle I'm curious like what the sizes would be and like what what's the reason because I feel like if you like especially like Showa era Godzilla in kaiju you would like Common Rider, even though there's not a giant monster. But I don't know. It's, it's interesting, dude. Especially Shin Common Rider yeah, because yeah, it, especially. it's literally a love letter to Showa fans. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like with like amped up violence and craziness that you wouldn't expect to necessarily see, right? But yeah. So okay. So going in to Shin Common Rider, and you saw Shin Common Rider in the theater when it had its. Yeah, what, events a, what one a crazy day. year, man. In one year, Shin Ultraman, Shin Kamen Rider, and Godzilla Minus One in theaters. It's it's insane. Not it's, to mention all the other stuff. The Netflix yeah, series. Yeah. We got a Gamera Netflix. Something anime. to celebrate, man. Something to celebrate. You know? Oh. But yeah, I saw it in theaters. What a cool experience. I mean, yeah. Now, when you went, was there a lot of people there? No. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There was so, a lot when I went there. There was like 40 people, 50 people there. I it went was crazy. With, I went with two close friends, and mm -hmm. I want to say in the theater there were maybe ten other people. Really? Yeah, it was there was one tiny... dude in full cosplay when I was there. What? Full, yeah, hundred percent came in scarf and everything. See, I um, think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, but the crazy thing is, like, I live in an area where I literally have a Cinemark, a Look, an Evo, an uh, two AMC's, all within like six miles of me, like in different right. directions, and and a movie tavern all within six to seven miles and not one of them was playing Shin Kamen. I had to drive to Arlington uh, to go see it, which is crazy. I mean, uh, I, we usually get all of that stuff, uh, anything fathom, but we had to, I had to drive all the way up there to see, to see Shin Kamen. I'm glad I did because right. it was a cool experience on the it big really screen. It really did. It yeah. hit different on the big screen for it sure. Did. Maybe not as dramatic as I think minus one will, like you have to see it on the big screen, but <laughs> pretty like it, you definitely the experience in there, especially like, I, like I said, I had the, a bigger audience and they were like, you could tell they were all the, you know, the nice, I wouldn't say subtle touches, the homages, the very blatant homages to the original, like people were hooting and hollering. And, uh, that, and that was me cool. and my buddies were like, <laughs> it's not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you were pretty jazzed going into it. That, that, I, net. Man, yeah. I was, I was, amped, you had yeah. high hopes. Yeah. Um, I, I always tell people when I was going into Shin Kamen Rider, I think with Shin Ultraman, because I do have more connection to Ultraman, like from my past viewing, that like I was like, 
I kind of in my head was like, okay, I bet you it's going to be this. I think like, I'd really like it to see this, but like, uh, you know, I just had a feeling like from what I saw in the the previews and everything, like the trailers and I'm like, okay, Shin Kamen Rider, like I went in there like, I just think this is going to be insane. Like, I don't even want to guess what's going to happen because I just feel Shin Kamen Rider done in the, or Kamen Rider done in the Shin universe is going to be wacky and, and boy was it. Uh, so it, it was, man. Okay, so we'll, let's talk top line. I know you've already mentioned a little bit of it, but overall, when you came out of the theater, happy, like you felt Abs- like, what, what are the emotions? Absolutely. The first viewing, loved it so much. To me, this is like the ultimate homage to a boss fight movie where mm-hmm. it slowly elevates. Mm-hmm. You get new characters, new powers. You you yeah. understand kind of the story arc of the villains a little bit. You understand your hero arc a little bit more. And it was such an interesting dynamic of crossroads that they were experiencing about hope and sorrow and what it meant to be a hero, but also like, you know, avenge justice, if you will, and really yeah. like push for the cause. And there were, there, there's a lot in this movie. Um, so yeah, it took me a minute to really fully digest everything, but the action alone, like what? And the visual effects, so cool. I know a lot of people complained they felt like it was shot, you know, on an iPhone, if you will. Yeah, I I dug that for this. I thought that I was thought was that was perfect, perfect for it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm on I'm in your camp. I'm 100% in your camp. I uh I thought the the way it was shot was perfect for what they were shooting, if that makes right. sense. Like, exactly. I, I felt like um yeah, I thought that was great. And I, I I've never thought of it that way like I guess like the the build of this of the show like you do it's almost like you go to a different level and you get a tougher boss, but you get stronger and you learn a little bit more about, about shocker and, and why you're in this. And also about, about Hongo and, uh, right. and Rico and all them. And like that whole, actually it's almost like, it's like a lot of little levels leading up to, you know, the main boss. Um, right. That's a really cool way to look at it. And I think, I think you might've solved Shin Kamen Rider. Well, I think even, even at, the, even at the <laughs> end, right? Like yeah. the story still continues. Because yeah. it, it, you know, you have to put it in another quarter in and see like where your hero goes, you know. And I love that about it. It's yeah. it's really interesting. Yeah. So, um, what did okay? So, the first thing I, that you know, early on, bam, you're getting right into action, right? I mean, like yeah. within the first oh, like yeah. thirty seconds, like you know, he's punching, um, he's punching people in blood, spurting out on the camera <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just <laughs> it's like okay, we're like you know, as a viewer, like we're in for a roller coaster, right? This is going to be good. Um, yeah. Or not even just a roller coaster because there's not a lot of downs. It's really just kind of like something that goes really fast. Uh, yeah. Narrative velocity is not a problem in this one. Um, but that first kind of battle, before we really even get into a, a lot of the story as a viewer, like that first battle with the new interpretation of, Spider-Man. of Spider-Man, how did you How did you like that? Did you think, did you, first off, did you like how they modernized, updated the the villains i was a huge fan me Truly. too <laughs> I, I have nothing to complain about like yeah when he did the super kick down and he hit him against the wall and the disintegration like everything yeah. like i was i was a hundred percent even the tease of spider yeah like when it was in between the two trucks you know yes like, I, that was so cool to me like there's so many little things about this yeah. movie that yeah man if you're if you're hooked into it it's quite good it's quite good so of all the villains from a visual standpoint, who was your favorite? Like, what do you think was like the best, like update? You know, in a way could be a spider because he was yeah. rad, but the, the Batman is also super <laughs> so creepy in this movie, man. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, and I, and I'm glad that they made him that way. Yeah. But he is like, he's a character. Like I want to like, I want to know more about, but also I'm like, repulse i don't feel yeah. like I, it, it's like disgust he's like just gross and repulsive but like perfect and also like i don't know i thought i thought that was so brilliantly done and everybody the chameleon, like the chameleon was super cool though too chameleon was super cool very cool i mean they all were good i mean i, I yeah. feel like obviously uh uh scorpion was it was the scorpion og was like you didn't get a lot of her in there like it was just it was small just to like kind of that point but i really thought wasp was done great but I Wasp. think that I think I think Bat the Bat Og was uh, I, I think he was the most memorable to me from a like what one I can't get out of my head. 
of all but of them. The butterfly fight scenes too were pretty rad, though. You know, oh, but all of them were good. Yeah, like, like, I don't man. think there was any misses. I really yeah. don't. I mean, I would say that the negatives were with you know with the uh, chameleon mantis and the um, scorpion. Like you just didn't get a lot of time with them. Enough, like, right. Yeah, but that's. I mean, that's not a because of the design or thing. But um, but butterfly wasp and and the first two spider and bat like. I don't think they could be done, be done any better. The, the wasp stuff for me felt very much like I was watching Kill Bill. It just took me in that yes! sense of like oh hand to hand gosh. sword, like ready to roll. Oh Nothing but God. victory mattered. You know, I was so into that. Like, that was, was a just, great battle. Was cool. That was yeah. a great battle because you obviously got like Ruriko is way more involved in that one storyline wise, and I love the wasps. Um, her like servant who like gives us his prana to her to to help to help her fight and 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 level up to fight to fight a uh, common rider like that stuff was so cool and so well done it's almost like once again going back to the thing it's like spot we start with spider-man and he's and we know enough about him but a lot of it's just really kind of his cool vibe right, right. and then we get a little bit more knowledge about bat because you know we see him with his potions and his science and everything and then we get a little bit more, um, you know, with Wasp. And then, of course, the, we, that's a, there's actually a story there, connection to the characters. But then there's the big story connection with, with Butterfly. Um, and I get, like, you, yes, we had a couple in between. But, like, for the most part, like, those four, like, it, it just kind of ramped up beautifully. And I would argue that's how all of the Shin movies are. They're told, mm -hmm. in, four, and they're told in four parts for the most part. And... Okay, so I'm trying to think. Okay, that's fascinating. Because I haven't watched Shin Ultraman in a minute. So obviously, with Mephilus being the fourth, and then Alien Zara being right, he was kind of his puppet. Then who was? Who were the some of the other ones that were in the Zetan movie? at the end? Oh, oh yeah, Zet. Of course, Zetan. Yeah, at the end. Right. And, and Zoff and, and Zetan and that weird. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah and then oh, how did, the movie started with. Um, well, it started with Gomez, but he was... Oh, yeah. All the Shin, all, all the Ultra that, Q. Yeah, all the Ultra was, Q guys. That was so, super cool. That was, I think, yeah. one of the coolest things that they did. Narango, yes? They had... Let's see. They had... Um, I'm trying to think. They, no, they had uh, they had Goga. They had... Um, uh, oh, my gosh. I almost said Laronidas. No, that's wrestlers. Uh, uh, Lurugius. The Mammoth uh, Flower was also... Mammoth Flower. It was Mammoth Flower, Lurugius, Gomez, um, Pagila and Goga, I think. But the, his first fight, though, was with Naranga, yeah? Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, 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 sorry. His first so, fight, yes. Yeah. So that yeah. would technically be... Yep, no, 100% was. 100% so, that boom, would be... Yeah, that's, kind of, that's your Spider-Man yeah. going up to... Yeah, 100%. And then I love Shin, that. Shin technically also... Or Godzilla, yeah. four parts with the oh, tadpole yeah. part, if you include that. So that's, uh, you know... That's pretty <laughs> awesome, dude. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's so... Here's what okay, I know we're jumping over all over the place, but because we talked about ADD, <laughs> no, it's fine. That's all every one of our episodes. Yeah. Um, that's the best conversations. It's like real life conversation. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. So Ultraman or Shin Ultraman, I'm gonna put this in a very generalized term. I know this is like totally like not doing it justice, but for the sake of this, like you know, it's we're putting a lot of episodes of the original Ultraman kind of yes. moments and putting them together in a movie, right? And Shin Kamen Rider, to some degree, the same thing. So what the reason when I came out of Shin Kamen Rider and why I, and then on future viewings, why I thought Shin Kamen Rider was better than Ultraman was I felt like it, even though it was episodic almost, and there was like a lot of these episodes, like kind of the, the really highlighted by the villain, I felt like it was, it felt like one continuous thing and one story in Kamen Rider better than Ultraman. Ultraman, I felt like, okay, uh, there's a commercial break and I'm watching the next episode. And I felt like it wasn't as connected, but I'm going to bite my tongue on that until I watch them together. Because I, I, I do, I have seen Shin Kamen Rider twice since the last time I've seen Ultra, Shin Ultraman. But like, that was one of the things that I felt like it, it did a better job of, even though it's at a car crash pace, it did a better job, I think, of like feeling like it was seamless as opposed to Shin Ultraman. Can I 100% agree with you? And mm -hmm. I think that's what I liked about it. Oh, really? Okay, cool. In a weird way, Ultraman yeah. felt like I was watching a modern version of <laughs> the 66 show. Yeah, yeah it felt like it 
I was getting a clip of this. Oh, that was red. Clip of this. Even cooler. Clip of mm -hmm. this. Okay. Yeah. And then it ended, and I was like, that was pretty insanely awesome. Yeah. Where yeah. Common Rider is very much one bam KO punch, and you wake up from it, and you're like, that was insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. Both are amazing experiences, but yeah, they are definitely different. Yeah. It's, it is just, it's crazy that those two things exist. It really is. And in the same year, dude. In the yeah. same year. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. Um, ah. Anyway, so um, so going back to Common Rider, or Shin Common Rider. Yes, uh, yes. So we talked about the villain. So overall story, did you like? What were your kind of just overall thoughts on the let's call it the main, the A storyline, right? With uh, with Hongo and uh, Ruriko, and and then of course, obviously Ichimonji comes in after that. But what what did you like? Did you feel they did a good job reinterpreting Hongo? Hongo killed it. Yeah. I, I absolutely loved Hongo's story arc. I think. When he was realizing he was kind of a monster within, he played that really beautifully while yeah. he was allowed to. That that part was very small, you know. Yeah. But it was a cool scene. Yeah. Um, he battled with his abilities and should he or shouldn't he be so spiteful and vengeful? And mm -hmm. like loved that. I love that he finally started letting his guard down a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. towards the end. And then when things happened with him, it felt appropriate, you know, yeah. and for the Mask Rider 2 to continue. Yeah. At first, I wasn't the biggest fan of Mask Rider 2. I don't know yeah. why. It kind of was... I had a very me, similar. Yeah. It took me a little bit to warm up to him for some reason. It's but. almost like like Hongo... Like, here was my challenge with it. And I, and, I think, and I honestly, like, even after future viewings, you just touched on what I feel is my low point connect from a, connect, a connectivity standpoint with Kamen Rider, Shin Kamen Rider, was I thought that to like he Ichimonji just was like it was like Hongo was endearing and mm -hmm. like you felt everything and like he was just like it was very like just this like sincere like heartfelt like transition like you felt every pain what he was felt with him grappling with this situation and it's like introduce Ichimonji he's better and he's just kind of like cool cocky guy like yeah. you know smart ass type thing and uh and then it's like ruriko reprograms him and then it's like he's automatically like our hero and like i just and it's not it's hard to do that in a in a two-hour movie right to do two basically two full character arcs of main characters so i think they did probably as best that anybody could but to me like you know the ending playing out as it does like i i'm maybe i'm not as I don't know. I'm not as maybe as, as satisfied with, you know, coming under two kind of leading on with just the spirit of, uh, uh, the soul of, of Hongo. And they're like, I just felt way more connected, but then again, maybe that's a good thing. Cause if there's a second movie, then now he has his chance to shine and I have that bridge of Hongo. So like, I get like, I don't know the whole view of what the, the story needs. Does it need three movies, eight movies, a hundred movies? I don't know. But that was the one thing I, I just didn't feel as, connect with him. The good thing was like, if, if he would have died and then Ichimonji would have been the one to win the final battle by himself, I think that wouldn't have worked, but how they did it, I think was great. Agreed a hundred percent. And that is kind of the thing with Kamen Rider is that it is very much guy A goes to guy B, guy B goes yeah. to guy C. Guy, and I get That's that. Cool. But yeah. He was a cooler bad guy. Maybe. Yeah, yeah I think so. No, I agree. I, he was, he was a great, like, henchman that you're not like is is just as strong or stronger than your main guy and you know yeah. you know your main guy has to figure out some other way to to beat him other than just like strength and power and speed and exactly you gotta um, level up you know yeah hongo was i thought um and I, the actor's name escapes me right now but like i thought he dominated that role and i love the original takeshi hongo um mm -hmm. i thought that that role is hard to cast uh and i think they nailed it i really what a, do what a killer trench coat man you know, I know what i mean like what a cool trench. <laughs> and i love how and i love how the scarf was like his connection to ruriko like you look good in this yeah. i love like everything it just felt like so like there were just so many like sweet moments in it and she was I, incredible too she, i know? mean like, she's had a good year i would say man. between that and uh and uh minus one uh manami hamabi like i just i think like yeah, I mean, she was. I low key love her. I think this. she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, like, seriously though, she's such a good actress. You know, like, she's great. I mean, yeah. I, she. This role is hard to play. 
I, I really, I, I think yeah. other other actors and actresses could have, um, her role in Minus One, I think was a little bit more like, okay, like I get it. Like I've seen, I've seen that. It's a certain type before. of character yeah. role. Yeah. This one is so off the wall and hard and like the stuff she has to do. And she dominated it. I mean, you like just like emote emotion without doing that. Without emotion. Yeah. yeah. And like you're part badass, but part like, not yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. um no i i think uh she and hongo like on the screen it was hard because like you your eyes just focused and you were so intent on seeing what they were talking about or they were doing and when they were on the screen together it was just it was pure magic you know it was, mm -hmm. it was great chemistry um but she was wonderful um you know one other part that i thought was really cool and i wish we could have uh, dove more into but we just you know from time limit was the origins of shocker i thought that was cool they did with um with the billionaire that wanted to find you know happiness and humanity and and he had i the ai and then of course i's like extension into the world was j and then j obviously was upgraded to k and uh, we see k and i thought k's presence at all of these he's he's events, always there he's yeah. always there was awesome and creepy yeah and like cool and like I love like the origins of shocker are like done in like the best intent, but it's almost like this, like, like this commentary on, on AI and um, also like how it can, you know, maybe take something that you're intending as a human. And when you put it into the, you know, the zeros and ones of AI and it turns into that, like uh, it's, it's obviously bastardized and, and uh, turned into something totally different. Right. I think that is cool. I would love to see a deeper dive into this this universe's shocker organization and kind of how it got to where it was because I think there's some really cool stuff there. It's so weird, man. It's like very Showa esque, but very mm -hmm. modern as well. And yeah. It's, yeah, it's a cool amalgamation of the two. I, sure. I that's that's what I think is just like the triumph of this film is that it's able to do. Also, on paper, shouldn't work now, and yeah. yet they were able to do it. And all of this, they do all of this while still basically tipping their hat scene after scene to the original series in a way that is like, not like, Oh, fan service. You know, it's like, it's like, no, like this is making the film better. And I just, well, that's what a lot of people complain about with Shin Godzilla and Shin Ultraman is that yeah. both of those, while they're fantastic pieces of art are yeah. kind of just that they're art pieces where yeah. this literally holds the hand of its predecessor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, Again, I just don't think enough people have watched it to fully yeah. grasp how cool that is because Yeah, so I know so obviously Shin Godzilla was a huge success. Um yeah. Shin Ultraman I think hit I know early on hit the numbers they thought it was. I don't know where it ended up at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, I know it kind of started off really strong and then I know it had some lighter weeks after that. I, I don't remember where it ended out. And I know that they had a pretty low projection for what Common Rider was going to do and they even fell under that. I think it was like, I want to say it was like 15 million US. I don't know how many, like, um, I, I don't know how many yen that is, but, um, and it maybe it was, a, I don't know, maybe it was even higher than that, but uh, it fell under that. Like, I, and that was like, didn't even make its money back when you factor in like marketing and all that type of stuff, which is a bummer because I, um, I think it, it deserves some more, an extension. It deserves to do some more stuff. Yeah, I don't even think it's getting a physical release, or if it is, it's I don't know if it's been announced oh. because it's only on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah. So is it but for free? <laughs> but for free, uh, that's yeah. the best part. But that's one of those oh. things. I wonder if um, you know, whatever ends up with this kind of loosely connected uh, the Shin Japanese Heroes universe, like it's going to be one of those things where like the only way you can get a physical Shin Common Rider is to get in it with everything else, right? Um, it's going to be that one. Um, yeah, looking at it, it grossed it grossed sixteen million, um, which U.S. which is not a lot when you factor in like what probably it costs plus marketing and everything. Uh, I don't know. Um, oh, that's a bummer. It, it just you know, but there are there are great films that just they don't resonate with the box office as much as they do with the people that actually when they do watch it, how much they yeah. love it. It could live with us, right? I mean, like yeah. this could become the cult classic, you know. Of the modern kaiju fan, yeah, and and it should. It's, it's a, it has a lot of really really good stuff. So, um, kind of final thoughts on the film. Like, 
were there any other tidbits that you thought were exceptionally awesome or exceptionally terrible or anything like that? Like any of no, the I mean, for awesome. Yeah. The music for no. sure. I, that also harkened back to some mm -hmm. of the original show of stuff. Um, pretty much any of the over the top motorcycle parts where like yes. the bike would either be transforming or he would use yes. it as a weapon, like fantastic. Um, the death scenes are, are very impactful in this film. Mm -hmm. You feel the weight of it, especially when someone does actually disintegrate and they dissolve out. Yes. Yeah. It takes a moment, you know, and you like, you feel that after they've left and it's like, okay, now we move on. Like, yes, I, I, now, like yeah. I like that beat of attention, you know? Um, yeah. And it's also one of those like, Oh, they survived and we revived right. them. It's like, no, they're gone. Like they're, they're no, yeah. They're, like they for real though, they're gone. Them. Yeah. Like, it's like an adult superhero movie on steroids. Yeah. Right? I mean, especially from the jump, it's just like, I hope you're ready. Cause here we go. I, one thing that I thought was interesting. I love their play with um, kind of the, the, how they handled the metaphysical like prana and life force aspects and, and everything and how like channeling it and, and using that in kind of, you know, you, to help augment yourself. Like I thought that was great. Yeah. I thought they, they, had, they, they, yeah. I love how they like, explained enough to be like okay moving on i don't need to learn anymore you know like that's that's a good enough explanation for me um i thought they hit that on the like the right level the right amount of notes um but yeah but overall like i just felt like they this thing was just like I, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time and it's it's you know i always talk about how i one of my unironic favorite movies is is Orochi the Eight-Headed Dragon because like and I, and I joke like if you don't like what's going on just like wait till the next scene because it's a totally different movie you know it's like we have like lightsabers in one and then you have like you know Megazords battling Ghidorah and the Moon and the next one you have like medieval fantasy and um, this one's the same thing except for if you blink it doesn't necessarily change to a different movie but like it's something else crazy is going to happen. Like it's going to be somebody's head's going to explode from a punch or he's going to be doing a super rider kick somewhere. Or I, I just, I just feel like it is just like you, you are literally like on the edge of your seat, like smiling, laughing, screaming, like the whole time through the whole movie. There's like no downtime in it. And I love it. It's great. Yeah, man. If for nothing else, it's a wild ride, right? So buy the ticket, take said ride. And yeah. I don't I don't think you'll regret it, especially if you're a common writer fan, a Tokusatsu fan, or you just like watching crazy stuff. It, yeah. it checks it checks all those boxes. It does. It does. Um man, it's so fun to talk about this movie. This is a great movie. This is a good oh, talking yeah. movie. Like it's oh, one yeah. of those movies where it's like there's some it's like, okay, yeah, I saw it, like great, like here's some cool stuff. But like, this is one like you're talking to a friend about it. And then like you're talking and then like you change the conversation to something else. And you're like, Oh yeah. Also remember back in Shinkamen Rider, remember this scene. This is one of those movies. It's like, there's so many little things that it's like, Oh yeah. Like I, I gotta remember, you can't remember everything, uh, you know, right out of the gate and stuff. And um, it's just, it's nuts, but it's, I'm so happy this film exists and it is, has such high rewatchability. This is one that you can watch a thousand times. I love that. Like, the two special agents they named Taki and Tachibana for you know the nods to the characters in the original um Kamen Rider. Like I just everything was done just I don't know. It's like it was a big warm embrace of the original stuff, but like they also made it very cool for people watching it in 2023. It's still very much an art project. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like yeah. if you if you like cool art projects, but you also like Kamen Rider, boom. Yeah. yeah. A hundred percent. Now I'm going to have to go like, I'm really going to have to go watch some, some more old common writers tonight. Like, I just, I feel like I have to, I mean, it, yeah. Dude, it's, so, all about, it's all about V3. <laughs> okay. So I was going to ask now that you, I, I've been thinking while we're talking, since you stole my last question already on the rank, where does it rank in the Shin universe? Uh, I got to think of a new one. So regardless of the studio, so it doesn't matter if it's Toei or Toho or, or P productions doesn't matter. Ignore that piece. If you had to throw in any tokusatsu franchise into this universe with Shin Godzilla, I know uh, uh, Evangelion's in there as well, and um, of course Common Rider and Ultraman. So you have Subarai, you have Toei, you have Toho. Um, what tokusatsu? franchise would you want to see modernized in the context of the shin japanese heroes universe 
Uh oh, we already have it ready to go. Yes, Gamrod is a good one. It's a good or uh, Robo Gamera is a good one. <laughs> Robo Gamera, but dark and serious. And like, what if this crazy alien turtle is just <laughs> here to destroy and bring sheer chaos? Oh, I mean, what a change. Um, now on that one, I have a question on that. Power one, Rangers, maybe though, if I'm being honest, Power Rangers, <laughs> Sentai would be kind of cool if it were Sentai dark, cool. you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, on Gamera, would it be? Do you think it would conflict with people too much? On like, they already have the Heisei trilogy. They already have done their like, their more. I don't even want to say Dark. adult, but, but like, but yeah, yeah, like they're more like modern. Even though I know that's like thirty years ago now. Um, you know, like they're more serious version of Gamera. Um, or do you think like that? Ah, who cares? We can do it. We can. I think you could take it up a notch, right? Yeah. So like how Make it more Shin, artsy. Make it more artsy. Shin is serious, but minus mm -hmm. one is also serious, but on a different level. Mm -hmm. You could have yeah. the Heisei stuff, but also an artsy type serious camera. I mean, imagine yeah. like, imagine a serious artist getting involved with the camera movie with today's technology and everything, you know, and like really pushed it. Oh, yeah. That, that could be something cool. I think mine would be Spectre Man, and I know that's what everybody thought I would say, but the reason is is because I actually really I actually really would think like it would be cool to see how they interpret Dr. Gore now. I mean, he would be like, I don't Dude. even like dictator space ape. Like, I mean, it would be that but would also be awesome. like but it also like you could modernize him because he is like brilliant and a genius. I mean, he could be like, I don't know. I mean, it would be like like an evil like Elon Musk type uh type gorilla in space and like a like, Doctor Doom kind of I know really. yeah like I mean yeah. like there there's something there but like also crazy. Um I don't know I think that would, would be that one would actually be cool and also like common rider it has its very zany and silly and low budget parts but like adds to the charm and it works done in a modern way like I think could be could be really really cool especially some of the some of the monsters that like a a dust man or a gilligan which like they have a cool story around them like you could make that really compelling and sad and um i don't know i think it could be our satan king because it's a cool name um you know i think those would be really really cool that they could that they could do but sentai would be a fun one um because grid, grid man grid well grid man i mean that that probably and I'm not a grid man. Like I don't, I'm not very knowledgeable about grid man, but yeah. from what I know, like that probably would be the easiest to transition. I feel like there's already that like gritty element to in there or, or Giver, maybe Giver's probably pretty the gritty. <laughs> yeah. That'd be an interesting one. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh man. Now we got to, I hope, I hope they bring someone a, a new franchise in. That would be great. <laughs> Dude. Uh, I'm sure they could get Spectre Man cheap from P Productions. Um, they aren't doing anything else. Uh, Spectre Man would be cool to see. Some some kind of refresh of Spectre Man should happen. You know. I think so. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think we're ever going to get anything updated on Zone Fighter or Mirror Man. I don't think Toho cares about those properties. I yeah. um, I think there's always a chance that Super I could do something with some of like the Fireman or Jumbo Gaze or one of those. But like, you know, I, that's a far fetch. But like. One of the pro like one of the franchises that's like the main one of said company, like P Productions. Like I think, I mean, I guess they have Lion Maru and some other ones, but so I think it would be, uh, it could be done. Like it could be done in a really fun way. I know, right? <laughs> uh, fan film that, you know. Dude. Um, like, I just said Doctor Gory, greatest villain of all time. Doctor uh, Gory. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, it's always good to talk to you, man. Hey, what it's else? Always a pleasure. What else do you want to tell everybody? Well, uh, come check us out at Leviathan Collectibles. Yes, for sure. Uh, shout out to Heritage Auctions. I shoot comics there. Uh, check us out on HA.com for uh, cool comics and stuff. I'm always around. I'm doing oh, yeah. Kaiju Go. We're doing G-Fest. G-Fest oh, yeah. too, baby. That's amazing. Oh, yes. Yeah, so we are um, – so G-Fest next year in July. Hopefully everybody is going to that. Ryan yeah. will be back helping us out at Toku Toy Town and yeah. just hanging around being everybody's favorite kaiju collector. I mean, there's a reason you are. Um, hey. And then uh, – and hopefully in January – no, not hopefully. In January, we'll be releasing some really cool stuff in Kaiju Go. And, of course, everybody that's here and can go to Kaiju Go knows Ryan is heavily involved and did a wonderful interview 
with Bob Eggleton and John Your Cable last year. And he's going to do an equally good one with our special guest, which you'll find yes. out in January. Um, and so wait. I know we'll have you on for that. But I really think I, I we got to find some time. I really want to do a Gamera Showa era ranking show with you. Um, I think that would be super fun. And uh, I know. I know. Well, now I got to do if like we have to do a fantasy booking the next Gamera movie if if Gamera continued in the seventies after we had this Robo Gamera talk. So I think like we have a whole they have a couple Gamera shows. In, you know. <laughs> I'm actually, real, real quick before I kick you off. Yeah, well, I didn't give a chance. I have not even talked to you about this once, and because we mentioned Gamera, and it was been it's been in my head to ask you, what were your thoughts on Gamera Rebirth? I never even asked you that. I'm, a, ter- I'm a terrible Gamera fan. Uh-oh. I haven't even started it yet. Okay, you got to start it. It's an easy watch. It's super yeah. easy. Um, we got to talk after that. Then that's a third show. So there okay, we cool. go. We have like we're, we're our books. own camera trilogy. We have Dude, our own camera it. trilogy. Ranking <laughs> Showa, fantasy booking the seventies, and uh, re- uh, review on re- Rebirth. Because um, I'm curious to hear hear what you think about it. Um, Jake and I like it was. We had very similar opinions on it, but um, I've talked to some people and they've been all over the place. I'm very curious where you land on it. It is on my to-do list and oh. very high. That okay. that and Monarch are like one and two. So I yeah. need to just I would do knock it out. first. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean you could probably do that in like an afternoon. I like get so it's easy watch. Um mm-hmm. all right man Ryan thank you so much. This is so fun. Always always, always yeah, yeah. dude. And uh we will catch you later everybody. Hope you enjoyed it and go watch Shin Kamen Rider. It's free. Check it out. Amazon Prime.